0: Happy Woo Wednesdays! I have some crazy exciting news. I have a free masterclass coming up next week on October 19th. It's called Five Simple Steps to Filling Your Inbox with Inquiries Masterclass. Learn how I get 12 to 15 solid, ready to book leads every single month without paid ads or selling your soul on social media. Literally, guys, it's free, but check out the Diamond VIP package. What I'm giving for this price is insane in the membrane. The link to sign up is in the show notes. So today I have Alan Katz, owner of Great Officiants here, and he always puts a smile on my face and he always cracks me up too. I've known him for over a decade and we are in Whippa together. He has over 3K raving reviews online and teaches us today how to autopilot your reviews. Reviews are everything in the wedding industry, and trust me, couples thoroughly read them because they want to hire the best and the most trusted. And I haven't heard many of these unique tips, so you'll want to tune in. Enjoy. Welcome to Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. I'm your host, Carissa, and I've been a Los Angeles wedding photographer for over a decade. I've traveled the world, built my team, and seen it all. I now coach wedding photographers, hit 10K a month, and build a thriving business. In this podcast, we are going to deep dive into how top wedding creatives get that heck yes from their dream clients. We are not holding back on the struggles of the business and how to push through the noise, some healthy hustle, mindset shifts, up-leveling your money story, time hacks because I'm a mom of two, a little bit of woo-woo, and most importantly, self-love and confidence, are just a few of the many things we will talk about. I want to give you a genuine thank you for following along my journey. I hope to inspire you every Wednesday so that you say heck yes to listening to this podcast. See you guys soon. Hey everyone, welcome back to Get a Heck Yes with me, your host, Carissa Wu. I have my friend, Alan Katz, owner of Great Efficien,t in the Heck Yes house And he always puts a smile to my face. He has officiated many weddings that I have photographed. And one thing I can say about him is he makes everyone laugh. And also, he makes everyone feel so much love and gratitude for being there at the wedding. And today, we're going to talk about how to get reviews because he has more than 3,000 reviews, which is so crazy. I think I have like, I don't know, 200 reviews. But welcome, Alan. Hey,
1: it's good to be here.
0: Yay. Thank, thank you for, for having me in. in. You are always uh, so fun to talk to you. I just saw you at the WIPA event, the wedding um, professional summer survey, and you had like your amazing outfit on like always. And it's just always so fun to hang out with you.
1: And then when you said, Hey, you want to be on my podcast? I said, heck yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm all about. So I guess that's in your it. words, tell the audience and the viewers a little bit about yourself.
1: Sure, that's one of my favorite things to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Alan Katz. I own the company Great Officiants. Great Officiants is the largest wedding officiating company um, on the West Coast. We have 37 officiants, priests, rabbis, ministers, Spanish, Chinese, Vietnamese, uh, Tagalog, um, all sorts of different languages we speak. But our job is to officiate weddings. It is we We have a wedding chapel here where we officiate weddings at. We go on to locations hotels, backyards, ballrooms, wherever they want a wedding at, on the beach, no matter what, we do that. We also set up weddings on the beach. We put out the chairs and the arches and everything like that.
0: So we have a multifaceted
1: company, basically all based around somebody getting hitched.
0: About somebody
1: saying, I do, I do, give each other a kiss, boom, live your life together in, in happiness.
0: Yeah, and I just have to reiterate, like that you make people feel so welcome, and your couples. I feel like when you're there, like everyone's at ease, and everyone's just like laughing, like we're not stressed about anything because you know Alan Katz is gonna make us laugh. But tell us, like a little bit, like take us back, like how did you get started, and like your background, and just where, like what led you to this?
1: It's kind of a fairy tale story. I mean, I never imagined that I would be doing this. Um, <laughs> I was, I, my best friend was getting married and I was going to be his best man. He goes, I want my brother to be the best man. Will you um, officiate? You're the actor of all of us. I'm like, all right, let me figure out what to do. And when the ceremony was over, every single person at the wedding came up to me and said, Alan, quit your job. This is what you should be doing for a living. No way. So I put up a website and all of a sudden I started getting bookings. Because wow. I, had, I had a different flair to what I did, is I wanted to make weddings fun. Uh-huh. And I've been to too many weddings where it's that same old guy up there. Do you take her to be your wife? <laughs> and this most boringest dude, you know, the Reverend Lovejoy guy, just standing up there and preaching the gospel. And, and you know, if people want that, they'll go to church. But a lot of these people don't want that anymore. They want something where they can celebrate their love story, encourage their guests to enjoy that moment and not endure it. And I think that's what made me and my company ideas become so successful because from just me, I've gone and grown the company to 37 officiants, wow. a big office here in Long Beach, a wedding chapel, a beach wedding. Look- we've, we've become the largest company. I never imagined me doing this. If you would asked me, you me know, 20 years ago, hey, do you think you'll own the biggest company? I'm like, What are you talking about?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's just Just
1: generically, things just started changing.
0: And it's because I
1: took a different approach to business than most people take, especially in my industry, is is I wanted to do it and I wanted to come across different. Okay. And not the same old thing. And that's what I built my reputation and built my business on.
0: And you can attest to this. One of the things I
1: love doing, and in fact, the photographers always tell me this, is you gave me so much to work with. Uh-huh. Usually uh-huh. we're at a wedding, It we get the same shots. The bride and groom holding hands, looking at each other, the guy standing there just staring into the camera. And but when I do a ceremony, again, I get the couple to laugh. I get their guests react.
0: Yes. I get it to react.
1: Yeah. It's the one big fun moment wow. instead of a preach session that everybody dreads.
0: Uh-huh.
1: What makes me happy is when couples tell me that the ceremony was the best part of their day.
0: Oh. You know, normally
1: you think, oh, the reception, the dancing, the food. <laughs> when couples tell me that I was the best part of their, their whole event, that the ceremony was the best part. You don't hear that very often.
0: Yeah, I never In hear fact, that. Most
1: photographers, most video you know, uh, DJs, most planners, they hate the ceremony process because they're used to it being so dull, so boring, huh? and it's so stressful. But I've tried to do... Just the opposite. I try to take that stress away from the DJ, away from the planner, where I'll take control of the wedding
0: when it's my
1: turn. And I'll give the DJ the cues. I'll give the planner the cues. That way, everything comes from me and not from different, various people. And the thing that I've learned is the planners, when they see me walk in, they're like, Oh my, job oh is my God. Be-
0: that's how, that's how I felt. Like I'm just like imagining the last wedding we did at the Huntington beach Regency. And then I saw you and I was just like, I just felt like this ease and you made everyone laugh. Like the couple um, took like Hennessy shots, like like the, they hugged their, their parents, like the parents of Vietnamese parents were cracking up. Like we had like huge smiles on our face and it was hilarious. And like you said, you know, I've I've shot so many weddings like the ceremony is kind of a part of the wedding is a little bit boring and people want to, you know, kind of hey yeah, let's get the party started. But with you like um it's just so much fun. Like where did this mindset come from? It was it were you always funny as a kid? Do you have like comedian um background? Like kind of walk us through like a little bit like of your younger years.
1: Well, I made my TV debut at the age of 16 on The really? Gong Show. Yes.
0: No way! I
1: was, I was gonged many times on the Gong Show. I was on six really? or seven times.
0: Okay, um, what? That's the start do? of my career.
1: Um, I've done stand-up for years, improv for years.
0: Oh no so I've been able
1: to bring that experience okay. into the ceremony. In fact, the people that I hire, the officiants that I hire, most of them have a theatrical background or a special background based on what I do. Like i all hire people who, as officiants who can speak a different language um, and who get this whole process. I hire people who are priests who understand the, the Catholic process. Uh-huh. So I've targeted different parts of it for different types of couples. We have some couples who want it serious. I can play serious if you want me to. When wow. I do the serious weddings, I change my voice to this voice. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then the two of you love one another and be... When I do the fun weddings, hey, everybody, what's
0: up? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, it just
1: depends on what products. a couple really wants, uh-huh. and then we gear that to the right officiant and then the right ceremony ideas.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah, we talked a little bit before we started recording about the sales call, and you know me, I'm all about mastering the sales call, and I listened in on you at the whip event, and you are just so smooth, and I feel like like you have like these 3,000 reviews because you know you're good at the sales call. But how do you get your heck yes from your ideal client? Like what's your favorite heck yes technique?
1: So my favorite heck yes technique to get reviews is simple. You ask
0: for it. Oh. You're not going to
1: get a review if you don't ask for it. Okay. Also, number two is don't suck. All right. You (laughs) suck at what you do. You're not going to get reviews. Oh, you'll get reviews. They're not going to be five and four star reviews. They're going to be one and two star. And this person should not be in business reviews.
0: Yes. Okay. So let's talk about don't sucking. Like, I feel like that first time you did your um, friend's wedding and, you know, people just thought you were a natural and loved you. Um, How do you like help your team become like the same Alan Katz essence? Like, how did you grow your team? Because it's very hard, um, in my opinion, like, do you give them values? Do you give them guidelines? Do you go over like, do you have video trainings? Tell us more about your team.
1: Actually, when I get somebody new on board, I take them with me for a day and I have them watch me. I, I try to take them with me on a busy day where I'll have two, three, four weddings and just see me go boom, boom, boom. And then what my process is. And they see me from the moment I get in talking to the different vendors, going up to the photographer saying, hey, um, this is uh, this is what we need to do. This is what we're going to be doing in the side. Um, I'll be stepping out. For the
0: kiss shot yes Uh any
1: officiant who doesn't step out for the kiss shot is a dunderhead Ah! and i know you tell your 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 officiants especially if they're uncle fred or a friend please step out for the kiss shot because you don't want to see two lips like this and somebody (laughs) over that and and most of the time they don't even listen they forget to do that all right so that's the first thing i've taught my people is if i ever catch you in a picture where they're kissing and you're here, you are fired, you are terminated, you will lose all of your weddings and you'll be blackballed in the industry.
0: Oh my so God. So now guys
1: know, by the power vested in than me.
0: Oh. <laughs> where'd you go? Where'd you go?
1: And they're out of here. So, so we're oh like God. three towns away by the time they kiss.
0: Yeah, that's one of my pet peeves. I'm like, I tell them like, hey, get out because they want to print this photo, you know, for their thank you card. And they don't want, you know, yeah, exactly. They're their uncle in there. And they are dunderheads. I've never heard that word, but (laughs) they are dunderheads. I was was going to use a
1: worse word, but I thought dunderhead might be a one.
0: Okay. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I even my second shooters, I'm like, people want to learn photography. I'm like, follow a photographer for 10 hours, you'll learn so much, even if you're a new photographer learning how to use your shutter speed or your ISO, like, you'll learn so much in one day, like opposed to like, going, you know, looking at all the manuals and going on YouTube. Um, But yeah, I wanted to get back to the reviews. Okay, so the review. Don't suck. Where do you typically have people review you on?
1: So I try to have them review me anywhere. In, in the wedding industry, WeddingWire, The Knot, Yelp, uh, Google, are, and let's see, Yelp, Google, and uh, Facebook and yeah. Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Um, basically, I tell people to do. It. I send, and here's the key: you know, the wedding has yeah. just taken place. All right? all right. Okay. You've done your job. It's great. When do you send out that review? It would be. I send it out two weeks after.
0: Okay. Because
1: that first week, they're on their honeymoon usually. The uh-huh, next uh-huh. week, they're getting back into work. And then that third week, when you send the email out, after two weeks, they're back into their normal stream. And then they have time to be able to devote to this. If you send it out the next day, they're on their way to their honeymoon. Ugh, I'm just going to delete this email. I don't care. I don't want to deal with uh-huh, that.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, but if you do it
1: after two weeks, then they've gotten back into their life. So what do you send them? What do you email them?
0: Yeah, I can ask you that.
1: Send them an email that says, thank you so much for choosing us for your wedding. You know, Alan did your wedding or, you know, one of our officiants did your wedding. And we want to be able to share your positive information. Uh-huh. And just really uh-huh. How to make sure. So that you can your positive information to our couple so they can choose, you know, have ideas on how to choose a good officiant or a great officiant or a great photographer or a great DJ or a great whatever. You want to, you want to say, we'd like to get a positive review for, from you. And then what I've done, there's services that you can use um, that are great. But what I've done is I've created a web page on my website. Okay. Um, and on that website, there are icons of the different things. Yelp, Google, The Knot, WeddingWire. And you click on one of those and it'll take you right to those review pages.
0: Wow. And do then you- they can
1: place the review directly. Now, you want to do this for every place except you don't want to give them the exact link to Yelp.
0: Oh, really? Because Yelp
1: knows that that is not a generic search, that somebody's been targeted to go right there. So what you want to do for sending Yelp reviews is you tell them, go to Yelp.com.
0: Really? It's my
1: company and my city. And that way, it'll look like it's a generic lookup and post. Rather Ooh, than a that's a post. really
0: good tip. I had no idea, but that makes so much sense. And I think last time we and you talked at the WIP event, you said someone came to you and they their Yelp reviews got deleted and you helped them. How, how do you do that? Because I know it's happened to me too.
1: Well, Yelp hides reviews. If they don't think it's a viable review, they'll hide it. I mean, we just broke 1,000 reviews on Yelp. We're about to wow. break 1,000 on WeddingWire. Um, but on Yelp... If they don't think it's a viable review for many reasons, they haven't Yelped very many times before, Um, they're out of the area, they just don't make sense, it it doesn't seem right, Yelp will say, you know what, this is a nice review, but we're going to hide it, all right? It'll still be there, but it'll be in your hidden reviews. Okay. What you got to do is you got to, you know, once you get that, first you got to respond to it. As soon as somebody sends you a Yelp review, respond to it. That gives it some credibility. Also, like them, become friends with them. Also. Um, if they only have one review or two reviews, ask them, Hey, could you make sure that you review more people review a couple of restaurants in your area?
0: Wow. Once they
1: do that, Yelp will say, okay, these people are real. And then let's put that back up into the. Wow. Community.
0: Okay. That is so interesting. Cause I always wonder that like in early in my career, when I was trying to get more reviews, I'm like, where does the review go? But I, I get it. Yelp is doing its due diligence to say like, hey, this person, this review is legit. So I, I absolutely love that. What if you get like a bad review? What do you do?
1: Oh, boy, that's a whole nother story. So first, <laughs> off, first off, let's let's backtrack. OK, okay. Um, when I ask for reviews, I only ask reviews for people I know went well with. OK, Because sometimes you'll do you'll do a wedding. Something went wrong. Maybe it wasn't your fault and maybe it was a microphone issue or a lighting issue or something went wrong. You don't want to take responsibility for somebody else's mistake. Or maybe you made a mistake and you did something wrong. So what I do is I mark on my calendar, do not send this couple a request for a review. That way when I'm going through it two weeks later, I'm like, oh, yeah, something happened at this wedding. You might even get that weird look. You ever been at a wedding and everything's going good and all of a sudden you get that look from the bride?
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, God. <laughs> you two people, you're going to look at this. Yeah, it's hilarious.
1: Right. Sometimes you just get that look and it's like, you know what? I'm just not going to ask this one for a review. That's one way to not get a bad review, okay? Good call, good um, call. But if you do get a bad review, it is it hurts in your heart because you know that you've done a great job and and all of a sudden you like wake up in the morning, you get that, you know, that crazy moment. Oh my God, I got a bad review. What am I going to do? The first thing you should do, the most important thing to do, is I want you to go on, open up a Word document, and type in the meanest, nastiest reply. You are a crazy, crazy, weird bride, and you shouldn't have married this guy because he sucks. And just say every <laughs> bad thing. Your mother's funny looking, and just type every bad thing you can about that, and then delete it.
0: Yes.
1: Get out of yes. your system. Okay. Yes. So then what you want to do is you want to figure out what went wrong so you can respond to it. But first, maybe you want to talk to the the person who placed the review. If it's the bride or the groom or whatever, give them a call. Hey, I saw that you placed a bad review. Sometimes people just want to vent. Sometimes people just want to get it out of their system of what happened. And maybe you did mess up and maybe you deserve that bad review. So you can apologize. You know, I call it the Hail Mary. You know, you can you can talk to them and say, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. You know, I didn't mean to make that error. And and please let me know how I can make it up to you. Sometimes it's worthy of a, of a refund or a partial refund. Yeah. But if you Do that. Make sure that they say that they will remove the review.
0: Yeah.
1: Um,
0: I love or that. Sometimes, yeah.
1: Sometimes people go, OK, you know, I, I vented. I got it out of my system. Um, and they say, could you remove that review or modify it? And sometimes they'll say, yes, sometimes they'll delete it. If they won't and they're just a a weird couple, then it's the way you respond to it.
0: Mm, That's what the key
1: is. So don't ever get adversarial when you're responding to it.
0: Mm -hmm, Always mm -hmm.
1: respond to a bad review is, thank you so much for placing this review. Mm. I've taken a look at what happened at that wedding and I've completely assessed it in my head. And after talking with you, I realized that, wow, I did make a mistake. And I want to apologize from the bottom of my heart for making that mistake. And I want wow. to thank you for pointing this out to me, because now I will never make that mistake with another couple. In fact, I put processes in place that would allow me never to make that mistake again. And I want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for making me better and making my future couples have a more amazing experience.
0: Wow, that is true professionalism. No. Yeah. Yeah. My-
1: Oh, right that, well, that's what's actually, gonna happen that with that couple they're right? gonna get so mad you know what they say don't get don't get mad get nicer when yeah, you're nice to that sometimes they don't want to see that reply oh hell he i don't want people to see him he's nice i'm just gonna delete it and that happens oh
0: sometimes. my gosh
1: sometimes that's they'll awesome. re-respond or something else but you want to, you want to come off as a bigger person thank you so much and make it sincere you know yeah. i've learned so much from this you're gonna you make me and my future better
0: Oh, that's so and good. I know people are
1: going through your reviews and they see this bad review and they see how you responded. They're like, okay, this person understood what they did wrong and they made changes so they wouldn't do it in the future.
0: Yes. I mean, we're all and human. Like we're all human. People make mistakes and it's good. Like, I like what you said about like, you know, say all the the nasty things about them and then delete it or just step away, go to the gym, take a walk. Like don't send a reactive email. It's going to do no good to anyone. And they're going to leave with like a bad taste in their mouth. So I love how you kind of reframe it into like a very positive, like gratitude. And, you know, I made a little mistake and I'm going to fix it. So I think that but it is cathartic.
1: When you when you type up that that nasty email, it's cathartic because you just, you wanted to say every nasty thing you could about this bride anyway, because totally. it was just a nightmare wedding and she was a nightmare. And, yes. uh, or something weird happened. You want to just tell it all and say, this bride had a zit on her nose and she looked like Godzilla, you know, and just yes. say everything you want and then delete. It. And it makes you tell it. It's a catharsis. It'll make you feel better. And it'll make what you have to do easier to do.
0: Oh, I love that. I want to talk a little bit about first your love story, like your, your wife and how you met her and just oh. like, all about love. I was shooting weddings basically for free or for like a grand and I was having to haggle for every single session to try and like show them my value and now I have clients coming to me saying that they want to work with me and I have more importantly other people in the industry recognizing my worth and asking me to work with them which to me means even more than the clients because They're people who've been in the industry for 10 plus years. They've seen, you know, hundreds of other photographers and they're able to recognize me and the value that I can offer them. Yep, that's my student Kimberly. She's just one of my dozens of students crushing it. Go to my website, www.heckyesmedia.co and book a 15 minute strategy session with me. Only if you want to be booked out on multiple preferred vendor lists and have a proven marketing plan?
1: Well, it's actually a really cool story. Um, I'd married this couple. Okay. And um, she came into me for counseling. And we ended up hooking up and she left her husband for me. <laughs> that's not a true story. That's, that's, that's not true
0: You got me for a second.
1: <laughs> so it's a really cool story. Um, it's, a, it's a story of two people who were never supposed to meet. Who ended up being in the same place at the same time really so i met her at a wedding now i wasn't supposed to do this wedding but the officiant who was supposed to do it um had an issue and i was able to squeeze this wedding in between two other weddings so i ended up replacing an officiant last minute on this wedding like the day of because he was um she wasn't supposed to be there because one of her friends was going with her um, boyfriend they just broke up the night before, and an hour before the wedding, they, she said to her, hey, will you be my plus one at the wedding? So she came. So I walk in the room, and I see this table of Filipino girls, and I'm like, okay, hey, I the guy. I'll go come and talk to these girls, and this one just stuck out, and I'm doing the ceremony, and it was a Filipino ceremony, too, and I'm doing this ceremony, and I kept looking at it, like, do you take her to be your wife? And, Yeah, I really didn't do that. But in my head, I'm doing that, right? And so after the wedding, I go up and I talk to her. I take a selfie and I go, hey, let me text this to you. I texted it to her. And about four hours later, she texted me back.
0: Wow.
1: And we went out on our first date. And at that first date, I touched her hand. and I'm like, oh, my God, this is the woman that's going to make my life hell. I mean, happy. um, (laughs) And, And she's wonderful. We work side by side. She's over in the other office right now.
0: Wow. And she
1: helps me manage the company and
0: handles your, most
1: the emails.
0: That is and, so And does
1: weddings, too. I trained her how to do the most amazing weddings as well.
0: Wow. So how was your wedding? What was your experience like?
1: So we basically had two weddings. Actually, technically three weddings. Wow. So the first one was just before COVID hit. We were in New York. We went to New York to see a concert. And I arranged for one of my officiant friends to do a commitment ceremony for us out in Central Park by the lake. Wow, beautiful. And it had just snowed the night before. And so there was snow all over the ground, all over this little gazebo, right on the side of this little private area. And we did it. We told everybody we got married because we were tired of hearing people say, when are you gonna get married? So we told everybody (laughs) we got married and we were all good. So she always said, you know, I wanna get married where all the officiants can do our wedding. So this year, we finally got back to where we were having company meetings,
0: oh. and uh, our
1: company meeting was scheduled for two twenty three. 23 but 22 uh-huh. was a big wedding day. We did actually yeah. 61 weddings that day. Holy moly. 61 weddings. We were 61. We just had our paper signed that day by her brother. So on the day of the wedding, when we all got together, we were down at the Porsche Center down in Carson. I had I made scripts up for everybody. Everybody had one line.
0: Oh, You're so gathered weird. here
1: to celebrate, and I had all of my officiants one at a time. I'll do the ceremony at the end. We now pronounce you husband and wife, and we kissed. Then oh. we all jumped in Porsches, the uh, electric tie cans and we're taken around the track at 175 miles an hour.
0: Dude, that's crazy! Yeah,
1: it was epic. So.
0: Oh my gosh. But I can never
1: I... do anything normal. When I proposed. I was thinking, oh, let me do it at Disney. But I'm like, everybody does Disney proposals. Uh huh. So I had the, I found, figured out the best thing. We got tickets to the hottest place in town. We're big fans of the TV show Survivor.
0: Uh huh. uh -huh. We
1: got tickets to the finale episode. So right before they went live, about five minutes before they went live, I took her up right in front of the stage just to show her the stage. And then I dropped down to one knee in front of the entire studio audience.
0: Are you serious? I
1: was right there. Put the ring no on her finger. No the wrong finger, number one. Because she was holding the <laughs> phone in this hand. Um, it's and okay. Her in front of the audience and she said, yes. And the entire audience just,
0: woo. Oh, is that, is that something I could see on YouTube? Or do you have video of that? That's I have so video
1: weird. of it somewhere. somewhere oh, my God. You the do, so,
0: do things so differently. And I feel like you, like... Your, your team of officiants or like your family, like that's so cool that you have them read something um, like a verse and everyone's like together. Like, how did you, how did you create this family culture for your team?
1: Um, I, I think it's something that I've always lacked in businesses that I've worked at is, you know, I'm just a cog. I'm just a cog in a wheel and we don't care about you. And you're only good as your last blah, 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 blah. Me, I've taken people under my wings. And I want to show them a way that, A, they can make money, but B, a way that they can make somebody's day. Mm. And for us, I I trained one guy and he goes, oh, my God, this is addicting. Mm. This is like a drug. When you go up in front of performing in front of people, it's the biggest drug in the world. And it's the, the highest high you can have when you are up there and you're killing it at a wedding. It's the highest high you can have. There's nothing that beats that.
0: Wow. And so
1: I get my guys high every week.
0: Oh, my gosh. I get Not that with high edibles, too. but with, I mean
1: emotionally high.
0: When I'm vibing with you, the officiant, you know, the DJ, the florist, the planner, we're like all in sync and everyone's having a good time. And we're like truly there to have, make our couple so happy. It's just like, it can't get any better. It is addicting. And then,
1: and then it comes to the cluster F weddings like I had the other night.
0: Oh, tell but us! The
1: bride showed up forty-five minutes late. She uh-huh. was all ah, the, the the groomsmen. They weren't dressed, so they're still getting dressed. One guy can't get on his boots. The bride they <laughs> forgot the handcuffs for the wedding. That's a whole other story. <laughs> you are supposed to handcuff him at the end,
0: uh-huh. um, but
1: just everything that could have gone weird at the beginning did, and me and the planners were all stressed out, and we're just. We need to get this down the aisle. Now it's 45 minutes late. All the appetizers are now cold.
0: Oh man. all the
1: food's going to come out overcooked because 45 minutes late, she was supposed to be there 45 minutes before the ceremony. she didn't show up till 45 minutes after, and then it took another half hour to get her down the aisle.
0: Wow. And that
1: sucks. I, I killed the wedding. We, you know, uh, one of the cool things we do these days in weddings is instead of like flower girls we have flower dudes Yeah, and get one of their friends to dress up with a little fanny pack filled with flowers,
0: oh my just god. play some fun
1: music for them. And the guys come down. I was the flower girl at my daughter's wedding.
0: Oh my god! So just having a guy oh come god. down, kind
1: of dance around, do it. That's the new fun thing. But at this oh. wedding we had beer boy. So oh. every, the whole wedding party was down there. I'm like, we're missing something. He goes, the bride? I go, no, we're missing beer boy. And then the DJ hits some music for beer boy to walk down, and this just big dude comes down holding six beers in his hands and just passes them to people in the no audience. No
0: way. I never seen that before. I seen the ice ice, you know, the bride gets ice, but that is so hilarious. I mean, after all the waiting, I think people really needed that, like that humor. Um, oh, yeah. it just it makes it all worth the wait. That is so interesting. What is your woo factor? What makes you stand out? Oh.
1: Honestly, what makes me stand out is my attitude toward weddings, is my not being able to look at a wedding to just read the words off the page, making those words jump off the page and making it so everybody can have a good time. Even if I have a couple who I'm just doing an elopement on the beach, I want that moment, that that woo moment. (laughs) Yes. I want them to be happy and I want them to enjoy it. And I want them to say after the wedding, "Oh my God, that was awesome! You you caught us, you captured us, just the way Aww. we wanted."
0: Aww, I love that. I feel like I'm very similar to you. Like I practice like what to say, and I try to communicate in a way that it makes them feel very special and makes experience so special for them. Because I feel like I'm with them for most of the day, and mm-hmm. I just like want to put them at ease and make them laugh and, you know, maybe not talk about stuff for the wedding and just compliment them and ask them questions about their family. And I feel like me and you are just like, we're those type of people that we literally just want to make our clients happy. And I love that.
1: And that's what it's about. And at the end of the day, if you have a happy client, they're going to post a review.
0: Yes. So it all
1: comes full circle.
0: Yes. We want to make oh sure God. that
1: we give them a reason to review us. And then we got to ask for the review. And then what do you do when you receive the review? You thank them. You also need to get praise, not just from your couples, but from the other venues. I mean, from the other vendors.
0: Oh my God. Okay.
1: So you want to also ask for reviews from the wedding planner, from the venue, from maybe another, another vendor who was there to review. Oh my God, I got to work with Carissa and it was a pleasure working with her as a DJ, you know, it's great to work with somebody who, who, who gets it and isn't in my way, blah, 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 blah. Oh,
0: I never thought me. of that.
1: Talk to the wedding planner. Oh, my gosh. You know, she took such amazing pictures. Um, send stuff to the venue. Oh, my gosh. We got their pictures from, from so-and-so's wedding, and it was beautiful. Have them review. Those are the people who actually make sense to review you as well. So it's not just the couple, but it's the other people you work with as well.
0: Oh, I never knew that. And I, I feel like it's creating a relationship with the vendor because obviously you're going to give them a review back and say great words about each other. And it's just like that team, you know, trifecta where we're all lifting each other up and praising each other, giving each other high fives. And just, you know, when we see each other again and we refer each other, we f- literally feel like a family when we work together mm-hmm. again. Just like working with you when I see you. It's just like, it's oh, yeah. yeah, you walk
1: in and you see I see a DJ who I know, I see a photographer who I know, I see a, a planner who I know at a venue that I'm that I've worked at before. I just walk in and I'm like,
0: ah oh. I know. It's the best. I know you are the king of sales calls. So can we talk a little bit about sales calls and kind of, you gave me some good tips the last time I saw you, but any tips about sales calls? Because our viewers and listeners are wedding professionals and people are kind of nervous to get on the phone with potential brides. So how can you put them at ease?
1: So you're talking about sales calls to your couples? Exactly. All right. So first off, first thing you want to do is make them feel happy about the decision they made with their venue. So if it's a venue, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm getting married at the Hilton. Oh, I love the Hilton. If you've been there, say, you know, I love this and this and this about that place. And and it's a really cool choice. And I know some great places to shoot there to get the most amazing pictures.
0: Yeah. So You get
1: them in your head that, oh, my God, we made a great place. You know, we chose well. And this person knows the place. Then you want to find out, not tell them nobody wants to know what you can do. You want to find out what they want.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What's important to them? What's important to you in pictures? Is it your family? Is it action shots? Is it this? What is it that you want to convey with the pictures that you get? Instead of because every photographer, well, I'll bring a camera and I take a picture and then I give you proofs of your picture, and it's really good. <laughs> every tender. Every photographer says the same damn thing in, their, in when their sales calls. Uh-huh. You want to delve into what's going to make them happy, what their final product is when they when they think in their mind's mind, what I want to get out of my pictures. That's what you want to find out. Everybody they they, they know you got a camera, you can take pictures. Uh huh. But can you want to find out? Can we make your dream come alive? For your oh pictures?
0: my gosh! And if
1: you convince them that oh my gosh, you know you want this type of thing. Oh my gosh, you know that's one of my specialties um quick funny story uh I was at my dad's house visiting and my phone keeps ringing and talk to a couple oh yeah that's our specialty hang up next couple calls up oh that's our specialty hang up next couple goes yeah that's our specialty my dad <laughs> says it. are they all asking for the same thing I'm like no they're all asking for completely different things but whatever it is that's my specialty
0: Dude, that was such a mic drop. I was hoping you would say that because that's one of my favorite stories. Mm -hmm. I just like being really like a good listener and a good communicator. You are an amazing communicator, Alan Katz. How do you, for the people listening, how do they become a better communicator? Do you have any advice for that?
1: Oh, absolutely. You just got to do it.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) One thing that I learned Um, I learned this in sales training years ago. At the end of the day, make one more approach to somebody. For some reason, that last one is always going to be a great one. If not, you just go on. But never give up. Never surrender. I know that's from Galaxy Quest. But never give up. Never surrender. Keep going. Don't give up. Um, The greatest book I ever read is called The World's Greatest Salesman or The Greatest Salesman in the World by Og Mandino. Okay. And in this book, it, it talks about these scrolls. You can get through the whole book, but the main part is about the scrolls, about how to be successful. And the first one is treat the day with love in your heart. So always have that feeling that this is a great day, no matter what. Treat this day with love. It's Mm going to come across. Also, when you're talking to somebody on the phone, you got to convey that. So smile when you're talking to somebody on the phone, because Mm -hmm. they can tell when you're smiling. If you're grumpy and not feeling well or whatever, and you talk like this on the phone, that's going to be conveyed over the phone, too. Aww. Also, the second scroll in that book is called Persist Until You Succeed. And that's the whole thing. Keep going. Don't give up. If the people who succeed are the people who never give up and never surrender and never take no for an answer. Take a maybe. Take whatever. But keep trying. Aww. Keep going. And don't. The people who fail in business are people who give up. There's always ways to make it work. Um wow. But do it with integrity. All right. Oh, my you know, sometimes God. Sometimes we all want to just, you know, somebody who doesn't book us, you, know, you just want to call them up. You suck. Okay. I poured my heart into that sales call and you didn't book me. You know what? Every time we lose, we learn something from it.
0: Mm. We learn what
1: didn't work. So let's take what didn't work and turn that into a positive. And Aww. on our next call, make that negative into a positive and learn something from every call you make. And don't oh my give God. up.
0: This is so powerful, Ellen. It was such a pleasure to have you on my Get a Heck Yes podcast. And I was telling you I was a little anxious today because coming back from Labor Day and then being off yesterday taking care of my sister's kid and my kid, and I just had so much work to do. But you put me at ease, you know, with your presence and your smile. And I just feel like this is such a powerful conversation to not only me, but to the audience. And I'm so happy uh, now and you really put me at ease, but tell everyone like where to find you.
1: Great. You can find me on the web at www.greatofficience.com. You can access all my websites from there and all the different things I do. Um, Check me out. It's really fun. You can call me at (laughs) 562-435-4000 and I'm on the uh, social media at greatofficience on all social media.
0: Thank you, Alan. Thank you. Thanks for joining me this week on Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. Make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot and post to IG. Tag me. Also, don't forget to download my free guide on how to become a lead generating machine. See you next time, wedding pros.